0: It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast.
1: This is Dave Johnson, voice of the Washington Wizards. You have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man, Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast.
0: Coming to you from the Trumbull Insurance Agency virtual studio. Turn your stress and anxiety into peace and security with Trumbull Insurance. Contact Patrick Van Kemper today at 540-532-0622 for all your insurance needs. For the rest of our sponsors, Regroup Building Services, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, and Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate, this is another edition of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. As always, joined by the three-man booth and cameraless Dan Dembski, and he's back, the weapon Dan Dembski, uh, the contributor and co-host, and the Swiss Army Knife, Carlos Martinez. Obviously, I am a coward. I was not on the show last week and there's the wrestling belt and uh, No, no, Carlos no, no, goes. no, no, no.
2: The NFC East champions funny. belt. You shut the hell up, Kirby. That's what <laughs> the
0: That is. it says WWE Only, well, no, no, I don't I'm sorry. think they make belts No, 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 you Shut your mouth. Shut did, your you mouth. He did he did Hey, hey, hey.
2: The champ the the champ is speaking. Okay, the champ is speaking. Oh, when my hand is up. Your mouth goes shut, Kirby. My hand is up. Your mouth goes shut. Okay.
0: You don't get a wrestling belt for winning. No that. no 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 no. You this is this shirt.
2: belt goes to the NFC East Champions. baby a If
0: you don't baby, make all baby, the, the
2: champions. Champions. You, have, you don't That's you have, all I have, have to know. say to you, what? Kirby. Champions. And you have okay. the fly, eagle, fly Champions. in the playoffs. Yeah. Nice work.
0: Yeah, Champion, you don't get a belt, though. Get a belt.
2: That's oh, well, WWE. We, we, we get a belt. We get a belt. Oh, we get a belt. Here.
0: Last I checked, here. they just had a hat and well, shirt. I,
2: Kirby, I understand you're jealous. I understand you're jealous. You're upset oh. that last year you guys didn't get one. I know you want one, but I'm sorry, okay? This only goes to people who win the division with a winning, with a winning record. record. Mm-hmm. Last
0: I checked, the, uh, all teams just get a hat and a shirt, Carlos, J- uh, just so you know.
2: So. Oh, well, I don't know. You this can is keep here, thinking so, I way. mean, uh, oh, oh oh, look, oh, it's so beautiful, isn't it? Uh, don't you just wish you had one? Oh, it's tragic oh. that it only goes to teams that, you know, win the division with a winning record. Hey, oh, hey, at least – Oh, it's Gregg so pretty. Hey, hey, hey guess what? Kirby, 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 guess what? Guess what? Champions,
1: baby, 2021. All
2: right, champions. All right, it's, out of,
1: it's out of it's out of your system now. Let's, let's there we up. go.
0: Dan, I appreciate you um filling in for me uh last week. You Sorry, all did a it, was, it was probably job. I was a bad. It, it was a it, it was a great time. I enjoyed listening and editing that podcast. Did you because right? editing the were or... very beginning <laughs> with yeah. the lights coming on and he's just. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I I enjoyed it. I sort of cracked up laughing. Dan was like, "Oh!" When he got the belt out, I was like, "Oh my god!"
2: Well, listen, this uh, that prop was, that wasn't unexpected. expected. <laughs> Nobody was expected unexpected. me to pull this out. Well, it's yeah, it wrestling, great. not football. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Just, just uh,
0: Kirby, Kirby.
2: ruins. Ru- Kirby just ruins the fun of the of the prop. Wrong. of the bit i i, yeah. I don't know what yeah you've ruined you ruined the fun the of the bit. bit you know what the you know what? just move cool. on you, you you're no fun you've ruined it for me
0: well carlos congratulations you ruined it for I'm me move on you ruined it, it for me can. no you've ruined it for me you've ruined it for cool. me move on all right so we're, back. we're back. I back i am back it is episode 145 of the kirby on sports podcast um Happy New Year. First and foremost, Um, we will be implementing new changes rolling out with this podcast that will be announced in the time being in terms of the format of our shows. You will still be getting um, our podcast on all streaming platforms as well. So that's nothing that you have to worry about. Yes, uh, sort of a major announcement there. Yes, Carlos. But um, anyways, you still get our podcast on all streaming platforms, so that's not an issue. But in terms of YouTube and live podcasts, we'll be doing more of those. So check out everything at kirbyonsports.com.
2: I mean, just say it, Kirby. Jeez. I mean, you're you're, you're beating around the bush here, okay? Uh, Like – for for the that's playoffs through the super no, no 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 you're beating around the bush here for the playoffs through the super bowl we will be coming to you live from the trumbull insurance virtual studio baby god that's there all you, you had go. to say well we're and of going course, live the, uh, the, the audio of such podcasts that we record live of course you guys can watch us live while we do the podcast for the playoffs Will be posted onto all Sorry, streaming platforms. Big okay. Truck. There we go. Gotcha. All
0: right. Gentlemen, let's get into business. It was a crazy week seventeen in the National Football League with one more week left to go. And boy might I say we're talking about a very, very exciting first game. And it's not the home of the Chiefs; it's the home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Carlos, unfortunately, the Kansas City Chiefs are fall fell to the Cincinnati Bengals, 34 to 31, in which was a very back and forth shootout all the way to the end. And Carlos told me this off the air: Jamar Chase is a problem, and I 100% agree with him. You look at this game, and uh, I mean. Yeah, Joe Burrow with four touchdowns in this game. Jamar Chase is an animal catching three of those touchdown passes. The, he, he was connecting to Jamar Chase all day long. It was a hot connection. But, uh, I mean, both teams, I feel, played very good football. And it was a shootout all the way to the game winner where Cincinnati defeated Kansas City 34-31. to
2: yeah, I mean it was that game was absolutely insane and I think that at some point Cincinnati was down 14 points. I mean yeah, they just completely yeah, made made a f- incredible comeback. A great win for Cincinnati, you know, especially when uh, you know, when, whenever Cincinnati gets ex- expectations, it seems like especially during this season, they they normally fumble, you know, they they normally fumbled the ball. But mm-hmm. like they they really performed well here against Kansas City and I'm very I'm pretty sure we're going to see this matchup again in the playoffs and I'm actually very excited to see it but yeah I mean the Chiefs got lost in the jungle and <laughs> I mean it, but I mean it's not as if you know Kansas City you know didn't like they looked pretty good they kind of stalled out a little bit in the um you know in the second half they 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 definitely didn't come out with the same offensive firepower, but I also kind of attribute that to um, to, what Cincinnati was doing defensively, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, gr- great win for Joe Burrow and for Jamar, I mean, they literally did the meme again where it's like, oh, screw it, Joe, Jamar Chase is somewhere down there, I'm just going to throw it, <laughs> I That's mean, exactly they even the made base. reference yeah. to it, yeah. so, um, and you know, Dan, I know, a little harsh subject, but you know, Cincinnati won the AFC North with that win, so... <laughs>
1: Um, no, I mean they maybe, look, look. They they, they deserved, they deserved it. it. I mean they they were the clearly the best team in the AFC North this year, and I think this was a game for me. And I, I'm sorry if I cut you off there, Carlos. I don't know if you were done. Oh no, but, you didn't. Um, I
2: was pretty much done with my point. Cool.
1: There. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say like last week, at least in a lot of people's minds, it was like okay, you had a huge game against the Ravens secondary, which is you know has a practice squad secondary. Um, it's, it was impressive still regardless of who you go up against but this this was a big game for Joe Burrow as far as let's see what he can do against another strong playoff opponent and he went out there and he was un, he was unbelievable. Um, I mean anytime you throw for over 400 yards in a game, four touchdowns, no interceptions, he was he was perfect. I mean what what else can you say and, and yeah the combination of he and Jamar Chase, if those two guys can stick around, on this Bengals team, it, it doesn't matter who else they have. I mean, those guys could be dangerous. Um, obviously, you still have to build around them for the future, and I think that defense um, is concerning for sure. But right now, I mean, those two guys, I, I can't think right now of a better combination on offense and football. Maybe Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. That's probably it for me. Um, I really think Burrow and Jamar Chase, they, they are the dynamic duo right now.
0: Yes yeah, so y- y- that's a very good point there while you're saying a uh, dynamic duo because um uh I remember at the beginning of the season uh Carlos was like I don't think Jamar Chase is the right pick here and uh, yeah I mean, well, Jim, you know I mean?
1: yeah
2: there, there, I mean, there's always... Hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. Let's preface... Carlos let's wasn't preface the only one. This. I'm still yeah. not wrong that Jamar Chase, you know, while he's still I'm not, I'm not a dynamic playmaker, game changer... No, 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 no. But I'm saying I'm still not wrong in terms of this because, yes, they're making these big plays, you know, and Jamar Chase is putting up crazy numbers. But Joe Burrow's getting killed back there. Absolutely. You know, that offensive no. line isn't helping him. So th- that's all I got to say. Like, I was, you know, ultimately... It was a good pick, but it still wasn't necessarily what they needed. But it's definitely helped. In my, you know, I, I don't know.
1: Well, and it it, it it helps when two guys played together in college too, and they they already had that connection when Jamar Chase came to the Bengals. So it's kind of like they picked up where they left off essentially, and that's also something like. Maybe like scouts in the future will say, and I, I'm sure it's been said before, but like when they see a college quarterback have a chance to be reunited with one of his receivers, maybe you see something like this and you say, "Well, this is what you have to do, right?" Mm-hmm. Like this, this is a match made in heaven if these two guys can get together and play on the same offense again. So, something to consider. But I, like I said, I'm sure it already happens. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it was just an insane game, and it was it was pretty it was pretty much the Jamar. And Joe Show, I mean that was that was it. Yeah, it really game. was. Yeah, um, I mean those guys accounted for so much of their offense in this game. Um, just the fact that you know, two hundred sixty-six receiving yards for Jamar Chase—it's just mind-boggling. If you if you play on rookie on Madden, you could probably get you could probably get is uh, pushing it, but getting as many yards receiving as he did was was just insane. And um, it it kind of proves that like there's no dominant defense in the AFC, in my opinion. Like, they're all sort of struggling in a lot of ways, which I think is one reason why the AFC side of things is more intriguing for me in the playoffs because even right now, like, we don't know who's going to even be in the playoffs, number one. Number two, oh, I guess in the Wildcats at this point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we know who the division winners and all that are going to be, so that's pretty much decided. Um,
2: I mean, I think, I think the other thing, I mean – but Cincinnati defensively in this game did a great job of containing Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. I think that was the X factor here. Is that those guys didn't really get going. Patrick Mahomes had to really rely on other guys, and they they, they delivered for the most part. But you know, ultimately, if you got if you can limit what, um, yeah, if you can limit what what tra- the, the damage that Travis Kelsey and the the damage that um Tyreek Hill can do to you I mean they pretty much pitched a shutout in the second half now that I'm looking at it I mean Kansas City only scored the, the
1: field goal in the fourth quarter in the fourth right yeah so yeah like, they were and they were hot going into halftime like you said it was a, yeah. it was a 28 to 17 game and Kansas City had scored 14 in both the first and second quarter so um usually it's the other way around for Kansas City it seems like they start slow and they finish hot but this this mm. game was the opposite they started fast yeah, I mean, definitely
2: Cincinnati turned it on at the end. And, like, uh, I yeah. think I, – I mean, you got to give credit to, you know, to Joe Burrow, Jamar, to that coaching staff for, like, really refocusing say, yeah, that yeah, team coaches, coaches. And, and, like, getting them to come out. I mean, Kansas City's not an easy opponent. They've been hot the past, you know, the past month, you know, month and a half. I mean, and uh, they, they were – I mean, it, it seemed like they had the one seed wrapped up. Now they don't. <laughs> now with this loss, they don't. And now it looks like Tennessee is probably going to get it, which is going to be a problem considering that that gives Derrick Henry more time to heal up.
1: Um, and there's a good chance now, he'll course, be back. He'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: But, of course, we got to preface that with we don't know what type, if he's going to be in football shape when he comes back or not. Um, yeah, it'll but, be like Cheeseburger
1: maybe, Eddie, Eddie Lacey
2: or something. Should, I don't think he'll be that, but I don't know yeah. if he'll be like, if he'll still be at the level he was when at he got same, hurt. Same, like,
1: physical um, yeah, for sure.
2: And just because he hasn't played in so long. So, like, his body. Yeah. We lose he them? might not. Yeah, oh, he's still here. I, I think. Uh, yeah. You good? I, I got confused there. I, I don't know what I happened. I think.
0: Yeah, I think you might have cut out there once or twice, Carlos. I, You're
1: mean, all I good. didn't really
2: say. I didn't say anything really much of substance during that. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think. I think what I would say to sort of wrap this Bengal season in a bow is what a job that Zach Taylor has done taking over there. I mean, a lot of people were like, first of all, who is he? Second of all. Why was the guy hiring? from the
2: McVeigh coaching tree?
1: <laughs> yeah, like what? What's the it doesn't make sense here? And you got to give them credit. Obviously, last season was very difficult for them. They had a ton of injuries, a very young team, inexperienced team. We saw that on the field. Um, and what a comeback they've had this year. They've been healthy, well, much healthier this year. They haven't really had a whole lot of guys on IR. Uh, pretty much all season they've stayed consistently healthy which is key uh if you're going to make a run to, to the postseason and, and the Bengals have, sef- have definitely used that um but I think too you have to consider um I mean Joe Burrow being the comeback kid that he he's been I think if, if Dak Prescott had had the season he he's had after the terrible injury um you know Joe Burrow comeback player of the year whatever you want to you whatever you'd want to call it like he he would be right up there as well so um got to give him a ton of credit for what he's been able to accomplish this season um and the the Bengals are the Bengals are a very dangerous team i was very skeptical of them especially after like i said they beat the banged up ravens they've they've beaten some really not so great defenses um, but they made a huge statement with this win. This was a statement win for them, and they win the AFC North, and they're you know it's it's well deserved. Um, every other team has been either bad, Cleveland, banged up like Cleveland, and Cleveland has as well. Even of Baltimore and Pittsburgh have really Tell me all had. How you a lot of really
2: feel, Dan? Tell me how you Cleveland. really feel. <laughs>
1: um That's all I'm gonna say. But. Um, yeah, you got to credit Cincinnati for what they've been able to accomplish. I mean, they, they were hungry. A lot of people, including ourselves, you know, thought they would be not good this the year. They'd be at the bottom of the barrel, right? And they've they've lived up past everyone's expectations. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything yet about uh, concluding their season because I want to see how they do in the postseason. I think that's really what's yeah. big for me. Because we've seen the Bengals have good regular seasons before. They've gotten to the postseason and they've come up short. I mean, think of all those years they've gone without winning a playoff game. So for me, that's that's the big thing. Can you get, you know, a couple playoff wins. And if they do it, it well, they just sucks. need to get
2: one. I mean, you got the home game and the wild card round. I mean, right. they just got it. they just have to win that one. And they're already doing better than any Marvin Lewis led team.
1: You know? Exactly. Exactly. So, exactly. uh,
2: and that and that's that's going to be a big a big ask just because of how close the AFC is this year. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely man. Absolutely.
0: L- looking at these stats, I find it very crazy that Joe Mixon only had 46 rushing yards.
2: But- it was an air raid attack, pretty much. Yeah, air raid
0: attack. That's what I was going to say. Joe Burrow, almost 500 yards in the air. Jamar Chase, 266 receiving yards. That is absolutely huge. And if you look at those numbers compared to um, – the Chiefs. Kansas City's numbers, only Daryl Williams had 88 yards. Their top receiver was Nicole Hordman with 53 yards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think but,
0: that was the huge difference in this game. 100%, but, a lot of those, 100%. A lot of those
1: big numbers came in the first half, too. Like, yeah. It seemed like mm-hmm. Kansas City sort of, I'm not going to say they, they let their foot off the gas, but they kind of did in a way. Um, in a way, yeah. And it kind of let, let the Bengals get back in the game, but yeah. It's um, if you if you just looked at the box score and asked me who won the game, I would have said like, Cincinnati won by a lot. Like this this was this was a beatdown, but this game was a lot closer on the scoreboard than it was in the box score.
2: A lot of um, there was oh no, I I want to also say uh, I mean I want to throw T Higgins some love too. I mean T Higgins yeah. made a couple made some great uh, catches, some great plays. I mean he's a guy who's really flown under the radar since Jamar Chase has shown up. And, I mean, he was yeah. one of the top receivers at Clemson when he was there with, of course, Trevor Lawrence. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think we pretty much touched on everything. I mean, the, the Bengals, if they can keep putting out at this level, that they, they'll be – I think they, they can definitely win at least a playoff game. Now, I'm not saying Super Bowl because I don't think they can make it to the Super Bowl. I agree but- with you. I agree with you. Uh, not, not with that offensive line. I mean, uh, some defenses are, you know, a, like Bill Belichick, if they have to face him, that's going to be a problem. Gonna be He's going to feast, which is a, it's just a possibility. Um, but, um, and for Kansas City, they, you know, uh, they, they got to figure out what went wrong in that second half. Um, I, I can't necessarily, because it didn't necessarily feel like a collapse in, in my, like, it felt like they were still in it. It's just they weren't finishing drives. Um, Yeah, I agree with you. So I think they just got to go more back to what they were doing in the first half, figure out what really went wrong in the second half, and then just, you know, I mean, they have a short week. I mean, because they're playing Saturday along with my Cowboys. So Saturday is going to be a big football day for me. But Mm -hmm. um, so uh, whatever issues they happen in the second half, I'm pretty sure they've already uh, identified them, addressed them, and they're moving on now and focusing on Denver I don't know if they're going to play their starters in that game or not. I- I'm not sure what's going to happen, but um, I-, I think with p- the way playoff seating is going right now, they, they kind of have to just for seeding purposes. But I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's all I got.
1: Yeah, I- I- I'll just finish by saying I'm not concerned about Kansas City. Uh, they've been there, gonna, done that. Either. They've been there, done that, and you know they they understand that you can have a couple slip ups at the end of the season. They're already in playoff position. If I trust anybody to get through the postseason on the AFC side, it's it's with no issues. Maybe with no issues, but, you know, a team that you trust the most, it's got to be Kansas City. I mean, they've they've been there. They've done that. Um, you know, Cincinnati hasn't. And they're sort of a young, cocky kind of team. And, I, you know, I, I could see them losing in the first round. I really could. It just and, depends
2: on who they draw. Because, like, if they get, like, someone, like, if they get the Patriots, that's going to be tough. Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: Been there, done that. 34 to 31. The Bengals over the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't speak tonight, excuse me. The Bengals over the Chiefs. We will have more football for you right after this short break. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you about regroup building services. If you're looking to get your home remodeled, any part of your home, bathroom, kitchen, want to get a deck built, anything like that, regroup building services can just about do everything. And take it from me because they came in and they remodeled my family's kitchen and they do a great job. So if you're looking for any sort of home remodeling needs, uh, deck work done, anything of that nature, reach out to my guy Sean Hibbard over at Regroup Building Services today. You can check them out on their website, www.regroupbuildingservices.com, where they do the honey do's that your honey don't. Make sure you tell them Josh sent you. For sports fans living in condominium and homeowners associations, as well as business professionals. When you need a reserve study, PM Plus Reserves has been in business since 1990. Their studies are accurate and easy to understand. Check them out when your association needs a study, www.pmplusreserves.com. You can also contact them at 703-803-8436. Once again, www.pmplusreserves.com all right welcome back the three-man booth i am joined by the weapon dan demsky the swiss army knife carlos martinez it's time to get into the next game on our slate the dallas cowboys hosting the arizona how about them cowboys
1: sorry go ahead ahead.
2: (laughs) dan i will smack the living hell out of you (laughs) i was doing a Stephen
1: smith impression all right (laughs) No, no, it's no, not no, me no. making fun of him. It I have it no
2: right to talk shit about any team except. It wasn't Washington, even. It, it, I it wasn't was. enthusiastic enough. It wasn't enthusiastic enough. How? <laughs> okay, man? I'll stop. Because you know ahead, he's, he's, he's so
1: he, he's so animated when he does that. He gets paid a lot of money. I'd be animated too.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this was a game. Carlos and myself live streamed. So this I I took a lot out of this game. Um. Oh, so did, did this, you? Did,
2: did, did you Kirby? Did you really, did <laughs> yeah. you really take a lot out of this game? You know what, shush, let the Cowboy fans speak here, okay? Because Go it's ahead. my opinion Ooh, that matters on this, on this team. Again. Damn. Damn. <laughs> right. It's my opinion that matters here, okay, when it comes to the what? Cowboys. I am sick and tired of this. This is absolutely <laughs> toxic, okay? I. It feels like being in a toxic relationship with this team. Bruh. I can't take it anymore. <laughs>
1: Why does everything? Is, have is to this be the wall? same
0: Cowboys team that routed Washington last week? I mean, it didn't seem mm-hmm. like it by the way their offensive production worked. I mean, yeah. the offense was so lackluster in comparison mm-hmm. to last week where Dak Prescott was throwing to fat men in the end zone for a touchdown. Speak on it.
1: Speak on it, Kirby. Speak <laughs> I, on it. Well, Speak on it. You also got to think of the level of defense he's going against. Like last Speak week, on it, Dan. Speak Washington on it. Washington has no defense at all. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure an old lady could have thrown four touchdowns against <laughs> I mean, Washington's defense and Secondary. secondary. So, I mean, mean, the Cardinals are definitely a tougher defense now. Um, Dallas's defense was not as strong as they normally are, but they also didn't give up a whole lot of points. Like, like they kept them in this game. game.
0: There was Mm -hmm. no explosion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: And I think another main factor, we might be talking about a different result here if Greg Zerline nails the short field goal. Yeah,
2: I mean, it... It doesn't necessarily work that way, like, just because, like, I mean, (laughs) the thing was is you can't expect to win that game by having three lackluster quarters where you only put up one touchdown before halftime, you know, like, like, that's my issue with this Cowboys team. They're, okay, hold on, (laughs) Uh, like, there's so many places I could go with this, first off, we did not the refs did not cost us this game. I'm tired of this narrative that's being put out there by the Cowboys themselves trying to say that the refs screwed us out of this game. Did they miss calls? Absolutely. That fumble, I don't blame the refs for not calling that a fumble at the end because in real time, it didn't look like a fumble. And no ref is going to be able to, like you had to really watch that replay a few times to really see that it was a fumble. Now here's the problem. Dallas got out coached they got outcoached um, by Cliff Kingsbury of all people. Who would have? Whoever would have thought that Mike McCarthy, a Super Bowl winning coach, who's got a street named after him in Green Bay, you know, gets outcoached by you know a a guy who got fired from Texas Tech. Like, like I, I, I like who would have ever thought that? You know, with um, Cliff Kingsbury causing Dallas to call that timeout early in the second half, or. Was it the early in the fourth? I don't remember when it happened, but by confusing Dallas and making them call that timeout, that that costed them at the end. Then they couldn't challenge that play. Um, But that's not the reason why we lost this game. Yes, they there there's some there's some calls that were missed that people are picking out now that the all twenty two footage is out. Um, And but ultimately, Dallas was the one who shot who kept shooting themselves in the foot. But it was a poor game plan offensively. You know, Arizona was blitzing us all night. And instead of attacking them, we were just like – like we were just caught – we were just caught flat-footed and not like trying to wear them out. And we completely abandoned the run game. We only had like what, 46 yards of rushing between, uh, you know, Ezekiel Elliott yeah. and Tony Pollard. That's right. – ab- that's insane. And, and another thing – Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb, where are you? Like, can we put out an Amber Alert for them? Because they have—I mean, sure, Amari Cooper caught that touchdown, right? But he only had 18 yards over, like, 18 receiving yards throughout the whole game. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Um, and just—I I, don't—I don't know. I, I'm just—I'm frustrated defensively. I felt like we did pretty good defensively. We just couldn't get to Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray is just so shifty. He's just so elusive. He's so good. <laughs> like, he can be good when he's healthy. Um, and it, ultimately, it just felt like Arizona just wanted it more. They they just mm-hmm. wanted this way more than Dallas did. They were desperate because, of course, they're on that three-game losing streak. Um, their playoff lives are not, not – they're not on the line, but seeding-wise, like, you know, they they went from being the one seed to now they're the five seed. You know, they're still in it to win the division, at least. Um, it's just, just from what I saw those first three quarters, I, I don't understand what Kellen Moore was thinking because we come out against Washington the week before. We we come out quick. We're, we're, we're running with tempo. And just, we had none of that. We just had none of that in this game. And it wasn't until it was the fourth quarter. Like, it, it's so hard to. Like, f- going into that fourth quarter to win that game, we needed everything to go perfectly for us. That's a hard ask because we know in football, nothing goes perfectly, you know? And so, in this case, Dallas lost this game more than Arizona wanted, in my opinion, because of. You, they put up three lackluster quarters offensively and then in the fourth quarter just expected to turn it on and win it's ridiculous to me and they need to stop blaming the refs they need to look at themselves and understand hey we costed ourselves this opportunity to lock up that 2 seed and now we're probably going to have to reface this team in 2 weeks what are we going to do about it now so it's just well, so frustrating because one week we're we're, we're we're we look dominant and we're supposed to beat up on teams like Washington right that's you're supposed to do that but you got to put out something better than what you put out here. And Kellen Moore is starting to piss me off the way he's just just these lackluster games constantly. Like, w- like what are we doing? You saw what worked last week. Why are we not doing more of that? Why is it taking you until we're down, you know, three scores to start bringing out those trick plays like we did with Zach Wilson? Or not Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. Is it Zach? No, it's not Zach Wilson. Wilson, whatever the heck. Number one. I can't remember his name right now. But yeah, that's all that's it. I am just tired of I'm tired of this constant up and down with this Dallas team right now.
1: Well, uh, it's like Cliff Kingsbury said the the Cardinals are in good shape when they don't turn the football over and they are disciplined and stuff like that. And I feel like that's that was the difference in this game. So obviously the Cowboys just had the one fumble and that that to me was huge because the Cardinals protected the ball. Um Mhm. And so that was – that to me is the difference in this game when you have a close game like this. Like if you can hold on to the ball, if you don't have um, a whole lot of penalties and Dallas ended up having ten penalties to the Cardinals' seven. Um, so a very penalized game for Dallas. It definitely – like – look, sometimes teams need a kind of a – not a slap in the face, but they need they need a little bit of a bitter taste to get back on track. and. Um, yeah, but
2: how many bitter tastes do we need? We lost to – Tampa Bay at the beginning of the season, okay? I mean, we played admirably in that loss, I guess, sure. Denver, we got completely smacked around by Denver. Vegas, now the refs did screw us out of the Vegas thing, but they screwed right. both teams in that game,
1: right. okay?
2: Right. Kansas City, we we put up nothing in Kansas City. And, and now, like, how many wake-up calls does, does, does Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy need to be like, hey, what we're doing offensively is not working. Why are we abandoning the run right now?
1: Well, the thing is, the thing is Dallas is, Dallas, still has, Dallas still has a chance to move up in, in the seating. They'd have to um, get a little bit of help, but not not a whole lot. I mean, they're they're pretty much they're locked in. They're obviously locked into the you know the fourth seed right now. Um, win or lose, it doesn't really doesn't really make a difference. But yeah, it's. I'm, I'm a little concerned about Dallas just because of how flip, how kind of, you know, they've been a little flip floppy at, at times. And that's not, that's a word I just made up. And it sounds like something that, uh, you know, a preschool teacher would say. But it, it really kind of seems like they are back and forth. Like, like we saw what they did last week, they came out dominant. I think a lot of people thought after last, last week's game, including myself, okay, Hackers are probably the most impressive team. But now the way Dallas was playing, I said Dallas is a team to watch out for. And then they have kind of a stinker performance to follow it up. So I I, I don't know what to think of them, to be completely honest with you, Carlos. Um, it's it's it's, just, it's a tough situation. I mean, it could very likely be one and done for
2: us. We could very likely face Arizona again, and they're going to beat us again.
1: Yeah. If we
2: come out looking like that, we cannot come out looking like that you know they can't wait until the fourth quarter to have that urgency there was no urgency in this game that's the other thing that was pissing me off there was no urgency in this da- in this Dallas team the defense is holding like holding them like holding K- the cardinals back you know st- stopping kyler murray but the, again once again the offense Nothing. Dalton. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Schultz was the was the only guy who was consistently getting targets, getting catches, getting yards. But where the heck is CeeDee Lamb? Where the heck is Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper last week was complaining about not being about wanting to be more involved, or, or you know, in the offense. Got got his wish against Washington, but then completely disappears in this game. Where are you? You're supposed yeah. to be yeah. you're, you're supposed to be our version of Devonte Adams, but like you're not making these plays. It's just well, frustrating. And, and then the whole the whole the penalties got they got to clean these penalties up. You know they they really have to because it's we saw every time Dallas would get something going, they would have a drive killing penalty right there, holding. Um, you know, just it was mostly holding penalties, false starts, just like stuff that's just killing them.
1: Yeah. No, that's yeah. No, that's pretty much it's, spot, it's spot on. on. And, 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 I, and I I think something I think else something to keep in is mind is long, um, shoot. um shoot. You know, I obviously um, losing um, Michael Gallup for he's the, he's the season now. Yep. Or, I was I mean,
2: literally about to bring that up too.
1: <laughs> you know, n- now you need to see CD Lamb step up. You need to see um, um my, Amari Cooper. Um, my, Amari Cooper step up. Thank, um, thank, you. thank you. Those guys are going to have to because now you don't have Michael Gallup, who Michael Gallup is he's a very solid receiver and he really is like when you need something when you need a big play when you need an igniter um the, you know dallas goes to michael gallup they don't have that now so you got to keep that in mind too so yeah i, I totally agree with you carlos that, i mean this team has weapons and they have the potential to make a, a deep playoff run but i i just don't know i mean they're they're so wishy-washy week to week you just don't know which dallas team is going to show up and if they're If they go into the playoffs and they play disciplined football uh and they protect the football, I I think Dallas, I really think they can hang with any team on on the NFC side. I really do. I I think they can beat Tampa. I don't know about Green Bay, but I know they can beat Tampa.
2: Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys are Jake Gyllenhaal, and the fans are Taylor Swift. We're in a toxic relationship right now, okay, boys? (laughs) We're in a toxic relationship. Okay, that is toxic. That is, Damn. I mean, we're we're so up and down. Like one week we feel great, one week we feel like this, where we feel like the world is ending. It's just, it, it's just so hot and cold with this team, and it's just getting so yeah. frustrating. Like we've seen what this team can do, yeah. But ever since the bye week, like we've only had two blips of of, of what we had before the bye week. Yeah, and
1: you know what? The, you that know that what also goes, that goes back to coaching, back to and, coaching and, and you know, you mentioned Kellen, Kellen Moore. Moore. We've talked about all season, like, okay, is he the right guy? He kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, he w- he was playing for Dallas, right? And, you know, all of a sudden he was sort of, all of a thrust he was from an assistant. Right. He was thrust from, like, a quarterback coach or some sort of offensive assistant to boom, but all of a sudden you're a coordinator. And, um, yeah, he doesn't really have any credentials, and he's out there calling the plays. So that's something this that's something to think about too yeah. in the offseason. Like, is, is, is he the right guy? Or, or this is only his
2: third most? year you know, being uh, an NFL coach, being a coach in general, mm-hmm. you know, because again, he was the backup quarterback. Then yeah. he went into coaching and now he's the offensive coordinator. This is only his third year doing this. So I, I don't know. Quick like, quick <laughs> quick I, I just, he, he started off great. Like he had great game plans. I, I mean, but since, since the buy, like it's, it's just like, he's so, conservative and then like he yes he yes. just does he doesn't know how to adjust and i'm like why are like a lot of wide receiver screens that just don't make sense in that situation on third and longs i, I don't know i'm just i'm kind of i'm frustrated at him because like he was supposed to be like the 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 guy you know like this offensive mastermind and he's just proven right. that he's not. And I think you're right. I think that might be a question we have to ask ourselves in the offseason if this continues. And if we go into the playoffs and have a lackluster offensive performance again, is Kellen more the guy or should we bring somebody with more experience who can, who can help, you know, these guys, we have so much firepower offensively, you know, and, uh, who can guide like this? This offense to to play at the level that we expect them to play. Just like how Dan Quinn helped the defense. You know, it's just there's a lot of when we have games like this Dallas ends up leaving that game with a lot more questions, and a lot answers. Of questions than answers and, yep. and, and we're at the end of the season that's not a good place to be we should be rolling at this point and it looked like we were getting that direction after the Washington game but this this just was not good enough and the fact that this is a team that we're probably going to reface again is gonna it, it's gonna be a problem
1: yeah and I, I'll just finish by saying this about your offense um when you have 12 combined carries between Elliott and Pollard and just bad, abysmal rushing numbers, Dallas is not going to win that way. I mean, they, they have to establish the run even a little bit. And, you know, part of that was them falling behind early in the game. They had to throw it. I get it. Um, that's just the nature of the game. But if they can't establish the run, especially early in the game, I don't see them getting far in the playoffs. I really don't. Because there's only so much there's only so much Dak can do. I mean, he played a great game uh, in this game, honestly. Honestly. His numbers I mean, were, he played were... a great fourth quarter. Oh. Yeah, D- D- Dak
2: played a great fourth quarter. He did not play a first a great first three quarters. Yeah, yeah. So
1: it's it's it's, it's tough. It's, we'll see. We'll see what happens. If they can get back on track next week, I'll have more faith in them. But but we'll see. But we'll
0: see. So I mean, here's my here's my point from this, and I mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about the Cardinals here for a moment. Going into this game, I thought that the Dallas Cowboys clearly had the upper hand based off of their performance last week and the fact that Kyler Murray was without one of his biggest weapons in DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah,
2: Dallas was the healthier team.
0: Absolutely. So you look here and Kyler Murray with 263 passing yards and two touchdowns. You have Christian Kirk, six receptions, 79 yards. A.J. Green, three receptions, 74 yards. Zach Ertz, seven receptions, 41 yards. Wesley, four receptions, 30 yards in the two touchdowns in the air that Kyler Murray threw. Uh, I mean, he was spreading the ball around, and he had many weapons. And he didn't really need DeAndre Hopkins um, at all in this game. Because I feel like he spread the football out evenly to each receiver and Zacherts the tight end, obviously, mm-hmm. and they did a really good job doing that. And I think that's another reason why the Cardinals were so successful in this football game.
1: Yeah, yeah. when Kyler spreads the ball around, they are they're a tough team to beat. And um, yeah, that was that was kind of a clinic he put on. And I I've been very critical of Kyler a lot this season. I know. Um, so it it is, it is nice to see him kind of have a game where he kind of silences people a little bit, but, um, yeah, I, I, the Cardinals are interesting to me. They, they've kind of been hot and cold as well. I mean, they've had some good games. They've had some, some stinkers as well. So they're kind of in a similar spot to me as far as Dallas. I think Dallas is definitely more talented and Dallas has a much better defense. Um, but again, we, we just need to see consistency. I think for both these teams, that's just the key for me at this point. So. We'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So, um a- any last words from you on this game, Carlos? Or are you good?
2: I mean, you know the last thing I'll say is um I like Michael Parsons' response at the end of the game. He 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 didn't blame the refs the, the way the the rest of the team was trying to do. Um he was like, listen, like it's on us, like Mm-hmm. I, I liked how my I like I like Michael Parsons mentality mentality leaving that game being like hey we got to fix like what we did wrong so that's a leader uh I'll, yeah. I I like to give him a shout out you know the weird that the rookie is the adult in the room <laughs> but um it, yeah just um yeah just um I don't know I, it's just so hard being a Cowboys fan sometimes but. Uh, we'll we'll get it right again. The starters are playing against Philly, so we'll um, hopefully we can get it right, and we can go into the playoffs with some momentum.
0: Absolutely. So the Arizona Cardinals over the Dallas Cowboys, twenty-five to twenty-two. Uh, the next game that we will be talking about that's not really um about the game yes this was a very shocking very interesting result that came down to the end the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the New York Jets 28 to 24 with the New York Jets leading most of this game and uh, but but the big storyline coming out of this game is that we're hearing from Mr. Antonio Brown once again and then comes in the form of him getting into some sort of verbal altercation on the sideline, proceeds to take his uniform off, throws his shirt and gloves into the stands, proceeds to run across the field of play with his hands up and down, flapping or whatever he's doing, and running into the locker room. And... Uh, I mean, once again, we're hearing from Antonio Brown. How many times have we heard from Antonio Brown? It's getting ridiculous, in my opinion. And um, he ran into the locker room. Nobody knew what was going on, what was happening. After the game, apparently, Dan, you said that he was um, waiting for an Uber outside of the stadium. I'm <laughs> it's not, not sure. Apparently.
2: It, it was confirmed it was confirmed
1: yeah there was well, that was, there was a picture yep it was and it was yeah, true there's
2: a picture it was confirmed it wasn't it wasn't rumors
0: well and then he stays in new york to watch the nets game i saw that as well and Bruce Arians makes a statement saying Antonio Brown is no longer a Buccaneer, but the Buccaneers at this point still hold his contract. They're in talks with the national football league about what their next step should be in terms mm. of Antonio Brown. But this could be Antonio's Brown, uh, Antonio Brown's last time on a football field.
1: Well, he doesn't, it, he it, doesn't want to play. Hmm. You know, the, I think it's, he's made that pretty clear. So, yeah, and I, I agree. I'll say this. You know, I I said this in the group chat. I, I I hope if there is something going on, which we which no one can speculate. A lot of people have. I've speculated that this is a mental health thing. It kind of seems like 100%. it is. Um, I I hope he gets the necessary help. And I I, I learned something uh, about Antonio Brown that I didn't know. I don't know if you guys knew this or not. This is sort of. I mean, the guys had a really, really difficult life. I mean, he was homeless at the age of 16. Just to tell you a little bit of the trials and tribulations he's been through. So, um, again, really hope he gets the help he needs. Um, you forget just, you know, his numbers. He's like a Hall of Fame receiver uh, with the numbers he put up in his time with the Steelers, um, his one game with New England, and then, of course, the two seasons he spent, almost two full seasons with Tampa, Um and we also we all know how it ended in in Pittsburgh. There was controversy surrounding his exit there. Um, it's just it's followed him everywhere. And I think a lot of people point to that hit uh, by Vontez Burfict. And you know, again, you, it's hard to speculate because you don't know. Um, but that's when a lot of people said, you know, his his attitude sort of changed and stuff like that after that. I again, I don't want to speculate if that's true or not. It's just sort of a side note, and it's kind of important to this discussion. Um, but you know i i think overall he's he's such a great player and it's just really a shame um and i i again i truly really hope he gets the help he needs and if if he gets the help he needs and he's still able to play football i i hope another the team gives him a chance because it's obvious he's he's had a rough life he's had a rough go of things um you know i i you know my condolences are to him and you know i and tom brady said something that i thought was really really great he said you know like he's he's like he's like i love ab like he's he's like family to me and you know i've i've we've done a lot for each other since i since i brought him here and obviously they were teammates in new england as well um for one game again (laughs) um but you know he said i i'll I'll be here to support him because that that's what family does so or something along those lines i thought that was pretty pretty cool of, of brady to say that and and you know we all know brady's played with Oh, thousands of players. Maybe not thousands, but he's played with a lot of players in his career. Um And he probably has a lot of... He probably doesn't have a lot of people he would say that about. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, there's probably only a handful of people he would say the same thing about. But that's what I'll say.
2: Yeah, I mean... Uh, for me, it's just like... I mean, you're right, Dana. It just doesn't seem like he wants... AB wants to really play anymore. Um, I, I think... I don't think any other team should really sign him, especially right now, not until yeah. like he's shown he's gotten help. All that's because like the problem is is that Tampa Bay by signing him and by keeping him on after you know, you know, after the the fake vaccine card shenanigans. Yeah. I mean they they really enabled uh, this type of behavior and this was the only way it was going to end up to be completely honest. Let's, I mean it had been uh, it had been a while since the whole since any situation with Antonio Brown had shown up or had happened, um, and uh, it was only really a matter of time. And uh, you know, I I agree. I, I if if this is a mental health health issue, which I think I also think it is, but that's all speculation, of course. I hope right. he does get the help he needs, um, but I just don't think it, from a football standpoint that any team should really be thinking about signing him or anything like that because hey it's clear I mean he just quit on his team you know and that, that that's not something that you should you should really reward in this type of game where it's a, such a team game I guess I don't know but um, in ter- but in terms of Antonio Brown the person I hope he gets help I hope uh, that it, you know if it is something like a serious like mental health issue I hope that's that he gets help
1: totally agree
0: yeah i i I agree too i mean yes um it probably and once again i don't want to speculate but um in his past in uh incidents that antonio brown has had i know i mean it might have not have been evident that he may or may not have had mental health issues but it sort of coming to light, maybe. Who knows? But if he does, I just hope and pray he gets the help he needs. Um, uh, I mean, just a very interesting sequence that happened this Sunday. But, I mean, looking at this game briefly, boys, the Jets almost beat this Buccaneers team, and you look at the Ageless Wonder making a comeback without Chris Godwin and without Antonio Brown.
1: Can I just add one more thing that we forget about? Oh, too, to yeah, go ahead. My bad. That he was, he was uh, on the Raiders for like a week. In the yeah. uh, a little
0: longer than a week, but it, I, it, don't, I don't even remember that. Yeah,
1: you that, that the whole thing helmet was crazy drama cause
2: thing. Cause uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: almost didn't remember that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just looked back I and I was like that. Raiders, the Raiders, and then I'd forgotten that he was. Like signed, he was traded in. to the Raiders, traded.
2: and then they, they ended up having to release him because okay. he it was almost the beginning
1: know. of the season. I remember because it was like I believe they released him like early in the week, and the first game of the season was either on Sunday or was like the following week or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they
2: released maybe, him before the first. They released him like at the end of the preseason. Yeah, and then like September, then went, it was like early September. Yeah, yeah. Then he went and signed with the Patriots, mm-hmm. and then for just Played that for one, one game. game. But and then he couldn't keep his act together, and not even a week on the Patriots, he gets released because he was making threats to people. So,
1: yeah, that was that was when it was it was really it's dangerous. Just,
2: you know, it's a very pro- he's a very problematic person right now, and he's just very toxic uh, to team environment, like to the team environment. I feel like, um, uh, but according to Bruce Arians, before this incident, he he had been a model citizen, like he had been like, you know he had he hadn't been an issue and then just all of a sudden this just completely blows up and yeah i mean for me it's just like you know it's 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 just like you guys signed him you guys knew what you were kind of getting into tom brady tried to keep him in line and tom brady couldn't keep him in line so if Tom Brady can't keep a guy in line and focused twice. and running, yeah, you know, twice. <laughs> well, yeah, twice, pretty much. If he can't do it, and you know, a, a, you know, Antonio Brown's already won a Super Bowl and they're they're in contention to win another Super Bowl. What exactly. makes you think he's going to be the same same coming to your team? You know, like it's not as if Tampa Bay was, you know, like yeah, sure. At that at that point when he left the game, they were losing. Mm-hmm. Um, at, but like he was going to be getting Brady, a though. bigger role. Yeah. <laughs> but he he was going to be getting a bigger role anyways because of the Godwin injury he was going to be the number 2 you know whereas when Godwin was playing he was number 3 like like what more did what more did this guy want you know <laughs> he just doesn't want to play he just doesn't care he's in the business for himself so um and i understand like you do have to be a little selfish in football of course because you know your career can end at any moment but like this is like you you literally left the stadium midway through the game when your team needs you so yeah I, I don't know I just uh, from an NFL standpoint I would I, I hope no team ever signs him again like I, I I'm I, that's just how I feel I feel like he does not deserve to to take an NFL roster spot
1: yeah until until he Seeks help for himself and and he you know
2: but he won't I I, I don't think he will I don't think he will to be honest yeah.
1: well he's he's done with football and and like you said there's no team that's really going to take a chance on him especially because uh, of all these outbursts and we saw with it with the COVID vaccine card um, Bruce Arians was you know he defended him um, which was surprising to me because that to me is like just idiocy uh, in 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 and of itself to do what he did but. Yeah, Bruce Arians was like, "Yeah, I mean, he's you know he he defended him and stood up for him, and then that's how you kind of repay him." And yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the, there's something off there for sure, uh, whatever it is. And I I just hope I just hope he gets help. And um, yeah, that's it. Yep, that's
2: all I got too. All right, great comeback well, and... by the but by the Bucks though. I'll say that. Yes. But, uh, but before we before we move on, actually, really quick. Are you guys concerned for the Buccaneers because of now they don't have Antonio Brown? Now they only have Mike Evans, who is struggling to stay healthy. Obviously, Gronk is Gronk, but you know he can also be injury prone. They're 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 missing a lot of players going into this. Uh, you know, into this. Playoff, yeah, missing right? Godwin year. And, yeah, yeah. Whereas last year they had the healthiest team, and that's what really pushed them to get to the Super Bowl. Was good point. And and also their defense was stopping the run they're not stopping the run anymore and and like they were just playing at in a historic level going into the playoffs last year are you guys concerned for the Buccaneers this year like or or going into the playoffs this year like what what, how do you guys feel
0: absolutely not because they have one man Tom Brady
2: yeah
1: I'm kind of with Kirby a little bit on this one, and I hate to use that as a cop out, but I'm, I, it's I'm Tom de- Brady.
2: All right, so I'm the odd man out. I'm worried for the
1: Bucks. I really you can't am. Bet, I, you can't bet against Tom Brady. You man. can't bet against Tom Brady. All these years, of but boxing, with how he, the he'll, NFL
2: he'll help look, look, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look at who they just almost lost to. Look at what miraculous effort he had to do against the Jets. You think you're going to do that against Green Bay and Lambo with a full stadium this time? You think you're going to hey, do that against the Rams who already beat the brakes off of them one one Green go round? Green Bay almost Without. lost to the
1: Ravens. Okay, Green Bay fair almost enough. Lost to the Ravens. Fair, but
2: but the Ravens but every played the game of their lives. Them. Every team okay, has but, those. But but, but 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 here's where I'm going with this. Brady doesn't have all the weapons that he had going into last. He doesn't have Godwin. Right. He doesn't have Antonio Brown now. All he has is Mike Evans, who isn't healthy, who is struggling and to
1: stay healthy. Him and Gronk but, have quite
2: the okay, but you, know. you have you have one guy, you have one guy basically, Gronk. That's it. The defense isn't stopping people. That's the other thing. Their defense isn't playing at the level that they were playing at last year. Yeah. yeah I mean, so for me, for me as a team, I'm worried for the Bucs. Obviously, like you can't count out Brady, but I just think as a team, I don't know if they can overcome all these injuries and such.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: for me, for me, I think Tom Brady. Uh, I think with all the injuries, obviously, it's going to be next man up. But I think Tom Brady is going to coach these guys stepping up in roles just fine and I I mean once again you can't get bet again uh, you can't bet against Tom Brady and I think that's the mindset right here for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team
2: I mean here, I guess it has here. to be but like just from an outside perspective I don't think they're gonna do it this year
0: and you could be right but once again I'm not betting against Tom Brady yeah I'm not I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm not like, like I hear you guys like zero. I hear you guys
1: yeah, yeah and here's the other thing about it is like Brady makes makes his receivers around him better, so this this will be a chance, you know, maybe not to prove how good Tom. We know how great Tom Brady is. We know he's the, mm-hmm. I, at least in my mind he's the goat. There's no questions asked about that. Um, he he's got the wins, he's got the Super Bowls, he's got the the numbers, he's he's got everything you have to have to be the goat. Um, the, this might be the toughest playoffs he, he's ever been in because, like you said, he he doesn't have the same weapons um, that he that he normally had. And, I mean, this is where we're going to have to see guys like Brashad Perryman step up, um, he, he really step up. I mean, he's had a couple nice catches. I know, like, he had a touchdown like three weeks ago. I, I remember that. It was I think it was a Sunday night game that he scored the game when he touched down, whatever it was. Uh, I, I can't remember now. But anyway... Um, yeah, I, I, in my mind, I, I think if any any quarterback or any team in this league can do this, it's it's Brady and it's it's the Bucks. Um, now, I, I think one thing they're going to have to do is most definitely they're going to have to establish the run, um, which they didn't do in this game. I mean, Ronald Jones only had twenty six rushing yards. Um, Vaughn only had you know a little bit more than that. He, I mean, he had he had thirty one rushing yards and. They also signed Le'Veon Bell, which I'd forgotten about, but he's also <laughs> on their roster as well, which is surprising to me. So I, I think the key thing for them is, um, you know, the, the, they might have to change their attack a little bit. They're not going to be able to go um, stretch the field with some of these faster guys. Obviously, you, know, Mike Evans is going to be like he was before. He's going to be the number one guy again. And, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm concerned. I'm, I'm just interested to see how they do and how they change their game plan because it, it definitely changes. Um and you can't discredit what Antonio Brown was doing too. I mean, he was he was putting up great numbers for them and really being a great receiver. So yeah, it's it's interesting. But yeah, like I'm with Kirby. Like you can't bet against Brady ever, um, especially in the postseason. Brady's Brady's a different animal.
0: All right, that is Antonio Brown's situation as the Bucks squeak away from a win in new york coming up next the hurry up offense you don't want to miss it is it finally time to upgrade your home's interior how about with an authentic farm table made locally from recycled barnwood shenandoah primitives based right here in winchester virginia makes farm tables benches tables coffee tables, and a long list of other items for your home decorating needs. At Shenandoah Primitives, function and style are combined for great furniture that will last generations. If you're interested in combining the industrial look of metal with wood or considering something incredibly unique with a live edge, Shenandoah Primitives turns those ideas into reality. Thinking about a mirror, wine rack, or other accent piece for your home, Shenandoah Primitives can assist with that as well. As a local small business, Shenandoah Primitives is happy to work with each client for a custom design or schedule an appointment to come out and view current inventory. Local high-quality handmade items can be found at Shenandoah Primitives. Find us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at www.ShenandoahPrimitives.com. Once again, that's www.ShenandoahPrimitives.com. I am back with the three man booth. It is time for the hurry up offense and we will not take as long as the boys did last
1: week.
2: Are we ready? LOL. That's funny because just wait till we get to the Ravens.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to take too long on that. I I've, I've said my piece to myself. All right.
0: About- uh, all right. Let, let me let me just start by um The Eagles and the football team, obviously the football team can't go out and score any points in the second half. Unfortunate interception, and the Eagles seal the deal. The Packers win on Sunday night, and the Eagles are in the playoffs. In FedEx field, what a disaster. Just collapsing in front of our eyes. Jalen Hurts, railing, falls down. It's absolutely terrible, but no, no points in the second half. Scott Turner plays conservative the rest of the game, and Washington football team ends up losing. You can't go into a football game only scoring points in the first half.
1: I'll I'll retweet that because that's what happened in our game. But yeah, um, (laughs) yeah, the Eagles they they're kind of a scrappy team, and um, you know they've they've been they've had sort of a they started the season very rough. and they they've played really well recently, and you know I, I don't think they're going to make any noise in the postseason. Don't don't get me wrong, but um, it's definitely is something like it's like a preview of what to see in the future. I think for the Eagles, if they can if they can stay the course and Jalen Hurts continues to improve, I can see them being a tough team. Um, you know, obviously stepping up to Dallas's level in that division is 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 not in in the near future. I don't think, but. Um, yeah, I, I think I was impressed with, with the way the Eagles played. I know look, I know Washington, they've had their turb they've had their turbulence at times this year, most of the season I should say. Um and you know, watch and don't lean on the railing at FedEx Field. Good God. You will break a leg. Um it's 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 so.
2: incredible that we got out of there unscathed when we went. <laughs>
1: Yeah, with Kirby leaning on the on the front row there, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. Amazing
2: yeah, Kirby, you
0: were at risk. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to flip over the rail. He was so All close. right. Anyway
0: the next game on our slate whoa that oh, wow. was it
2: i got wow i got completely scared you got you got oh, carlos, well, i
0: i didn't know you wanted to add anything carlos well, i thought you i mean Washington. i'm
2: just i just wanted to add that yeah who I'm cares just about this game? let's just talk let's just talk about the fact that washington's finally to get their team name and there is a heavy favorite that uh i don't know if you want to say on this podcast but spoiler alert no. it looks like this is what's gonna happen
1: the I mean, footballs
0: I mean, you, I mean, I'm mean, i not you, speculating. I honestly have more. Don't know? I think
1: I know what it is.
0: I don't know. I have more things to be worried about than speculating on what the team name's going to be on 2-22. Two, okay, two, okay. okay but, whatever
2: you say, buddy. No, okay.
1: and no, and no, he doesn't. He's got a countdown set for that, I'm sure. That's what I'm the saying. Bills, he's, he, he's full of it. He's full The of it. Bills <laughs>
0: in the Falcons. See, look, he's trying to move bills, on. It's the hurry looking. Have keep you going. heard keep of going. the hurry-up offense? Keep
2: going! I'm telling you to keep 29-15, going!
0: 29-15, the Buffalo Bills <laughs> over the Atlanta Falcons, and the Atlanta Falcons are eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah, yeah skip game. it.
1: Yeah, skip yeah, it. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just skip just it. a mismatch, a mismatch, and it it showed.
0: The Bears over the Giants 29-3. Yeah, skip, skip it. it. The yeah. Raiders <laughs> beating the Colts. I wasn't surprised Carson Wentz. You could see he was missing a week of practice because mm-hmm. uh, he was in the COVID protocol coming back. I picked I the Raiders in this game and the Raiders won off a game-winning field goal.
1: Yeah, you got it. And you got to credit them with how they play. They've, their team has been through a lot. And obviously we found out, you know, earlier this week, they've been through even more uh, recently, yeah. but, um, They've had a tumultuous season so the the fact that they're able to sort of come together and still still play as a formidable team is always impressive to me and look Derek Carr didn't play the best game um, but the the Raiders defense did 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 what they have to do and it was sort of a throwback win and also a nice a nice uh, nod to also to John Madden as well um, that it was you know his esteemed team that he coached for all those years so yeah uh it was it was a really nice win for for the raiders I'm, I'm i'm sort of happy for them and uh and jonathan taylor had a had a hell of a game 108 yards so um i don't think he's the MVP. It, he, yeah unfortunately yeah.
2: it didn't help his mvp case because they still lost so um, right yeah exactly. good win for the raiders they're still alive in the playoff hunt right i'm yeah because yes. next week next week it's winner take all so That's it. um yeah i mean good win for the raiders
0: all right the patriots over the jaguars 50 to 10 skip the titans (laughs) over the dolphins 34 to 3 skip
1: yep that one yeah
0: the rams over the ravens 20 to 19 a game that mnt bank stadium was graced by the presence of our early (laughs) the weapon dan demsky dan your game day experience at mnt bank as comparison to X Field, I mean, I I mean, you had great seats for this game. Yeah, just run it down the fan experience, what the game was like, everything. Go ahead,
1: it was night and day. Uh, it was $30 (laughs) to park in a parking garage. Oh, it was nice, it must be nice. That was a five minute walk from the stadium. Um, went to the stadium, they have tons of concessions. I mean, literally, as far as you can see, at um,
2: reasonable prices.
1: Okay. So, my dad paid $34, but he got two hot dogs, chicken strips with fries, uh-huh. uh, two beers, uh-huh. uh, a water, and one of those souvenir sodas. All of that. So, reasonable price. Reasonable price. Wow. It was. It was, literally, it was literally night and day from, from FedEx, uh, just with, with the cost of everything. And, and, and I think they're in the same state. Out. They're in the same state, yeah. And you know what? When you lean on a rail in m and Bank, it doesn't collapse. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, in all seriousness, um, it was a really enjoyable fan experience. Uh, they the stadium wasn't 100% full, it was probably like 75%. There was, there was a smattering of empty seats, um, but it, it still got pretty loud at moments, uh, especially when um, Chuck Clark had the pick six, uh, you know, in, in the first quarter. That was that was a huge moment. Um, now, did you yeah, do there, what
2: Kirby did when Washington got the interception against Kansas City and start hitting people around
1: you? I did not. I did not. I was <laughs> I was a dignified gentleman. I got excited. Go. I definitely got excited, but I didn't. I also didn't slap ha- uh, hands with any strangers, which I normally do at football games, but I did not do this time. Um, I don't know if it was COVID or whatnot, but um, yeah, it was. It was just a really really fun experience, and obviously the game itself it was deflating, especially at the end. Um, but i I will say that 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 I mean MIT bank they they really take care of their fans there and uh, they also have which is huge they have they have like an out of town scoreboard they have live like red zone uh, thing that comes that pops in during which I think every team has the the red zone thing which shows you know the score I don't know
2: well, I mean kind of I mean when um, we went to the Kansas City game it, it it showed up here and there but it still was kind of hard to keep track of what was going on
1: because right, there's no there's no out of town scoreboard in FedEx, but mm-hmm. they have that in M and T bank. They have it in the corners, in both corners so you can look and see like what other teams are doing, which is really That's nice. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Um yeah, I really I really enjoyed that. I mean they they've made so, a lot of improvements to the stadium in like the last yeah. in the last matter of years. So.
2: so what I'm hearing, Dan, is next we're going. year. We're go- we're going. The three man booth is going. We're M&T. going dude. Oh, we're going. We're going to M and T next next year. Screw I FedEx. Will say- we're going to M and T.
1: I will say getting out of there was. Um, it's usually better than it was this time. I I, I don't know what the up was. It was traffic was a little terrible this time. Of course, I was in the top floor of the parking garage, and I was just sitting there because um, the cars were kind of backed up getting out. So there's a have
0: parking to... garage and not a parking lot. I I assume is that what yeah, I'm I mean, hearing? Well, yeah, MT Bank
2: is kind of in the middle of the city.
1: Yeah, I mean they have they have parking lots like they have like tailgate lots and stuff. But we didn't. I mean I think that's probably you know 60 bucks 70 bucks whatever nah, I see. um the same what you pay in washington but um yeah it was it was it was nice i mean literally the walk into the stadium you walk past Oriel park and like through uh pro- almost through the orio park gate actually to get to the to bank and then you have i sent you guys a video of the ravens walk they have where they have um yeah. like a bunch of stuff for you to do they have like a live band it was it was just it was a really really good environment and, and experience and it was it was just like I remembered it from I mean the last game I went to was like like six or seven years ago It was when the Ravens wore those mustard pants the only time they've ever worn they had um had good old Ryan Mallett that that year because Joe Flacco had gotten hurt so um yeah that was that was the last game I went to so it was it was a fun experience a good day and um obviously the game could have turned out better but I our defense was vastly improved uh, from where we were just a week ago, so. Um, Hell, yeah. Brent
0: is amazing. He's a great backup.
1: He didn't. He he didn't play well in this game though. Uh, he didn't. He didn't have a single. I'm sorry.
2: Wait. Hold on. Pause. 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 Yeah. What did you say his name was? Brent. Did you say Brent Huntley? No,
0: Brett Huntley. That's he his was, name.
1: He was the Packers' backup quarterback. Like. Uh, you no, Tyler, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I
0: was like, I'm sorry. Who are you talking about? No, that's, guy, that's the guy, no, they have that's the the guy from UCLA, life, buddy.
2: We're talking about the Utah guy. <laughs> Tyler Huntley. Yeah, he's a Utah okay. man. Yeah, there we go.
1: It's okay. Yeah,
2: it's, it's okay. We got, you, we got you. We got you. The thing
1: the thing with the Ravens in this game is they just couldn't finish drives. Uh, there was one drive in particular. They had a chance to go up two scores and probably put the game out of reach at that point. First and goal inside the five-yard line and just... First of all, terrible play calling. I mean, I've shit on Greg Roman every week on this podcast, which rightfully so. Um, and it, it came out. It's It showed up again. Like, for whatever reason in crunch time, this guy just doesn't know how to call a decent play. He can drive you all the way down the field. They can go 90 yards, and for some reason, mm-hmm. they peter out at the end. It just makes no sense. Um, I relate. <laughs> I know. I know my pain. It's, it's, so, it's so damn frustrating. But... I think in general, the defense played really well, especially at the start of the game. Like I said, the pick six by Chuck Clark. And then Chuck Clark got a second pick on Stafford, which obviously Odell was was particularly pissed about and punched him in the ass. Um, but Huntley Huntley was not good in this game. Um, he he couldn't come through. And, and I think that kind of puts mm-hmm. to rest people saying, which to me was ridiculous, that, that Huntley was better than Lamar and there's this quarterback controversy or whatnot. It's just Darryl's not there. No I mean, come
2: on, let's be honest here. Come on, Lamar. I mean, L- Lamar is the franchise. He's the franchise.
1: He is the franchise. Thank you so much for finally saying that. I mean, not finally. I mean, you said that before. Um,
2: but, <laughs> I mean, it's um, there's no quarterback controversy here. Like, come on, let's let's be honest. Lamar is the guy. Like, yeah. Uh, like Huntley, for as great as you know, for as solid as he is, he's he's mid tier at best. He's, he's a, not elite the, he's lead, a, he's the way Lamar is. He's,
1: if, they, if they need a backup quarterback, he's serviceable. They, you can definitely say yeah. that. Um, he's
2: not a guy who's who you're going to take out there to win a Super Bowl. Lamar no. is that
1: guy that you bring out there to win a Super Bowl. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, I hope, I hope he plays against Pittsburgh. That's my big thought. Actually, I was looking at tickets to see if I could go this weekend, but there was like two sections left, and it was like two hundred bucks a ticket. I was like, nope, nope, not going. That's. I mean, it's Pittsburgh. It's going to be Big Ben's last game. It's last game in general, right? So I I, I figured yeah. it was going to be close to sold out. Um. So that's that's the big thing for me, and yeah, the the Ravens' offense they just couldn't they couldn't get it done. I mean, Justin Tucker had a good game. He had four field goals. Um, he was. The goat. He was he was happy as could be. He was happy as could be. That he was out there, but. Yeah, it was it, it's just frustrating um, especially because they had they had a delay of game on that same series they had a uh, Huntley took a sack on third down and goal um, it's just it's the little things you have to do to beat a team like the Rams who you know are one were one of the hottest teams coming into that game so um, and again our, our offensive line uh, we had uh, our starting center actually got sick right before the game like he was supposed to start got sick right before the game and our backup center was atrocious I mean yeah that when you're going up against the Rams, who have one of the best um, you know, defensive lines when you have to block Aaron Donald, which they actually did a pretty good job for the most part of of holding down uh that, that Rams defensive line. Um but the thing is I just just allude back to like you can't make those small mistakes when um you're going up against a team like the Rams and the and, and the Ravens did. But I was I was happy with the stadium experience. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh I I just hope Lamar plays next week. He gives us the the best chance to beat Pittsburgh and um and the Ram the Rams survived.
0: All right. I got nothing. <laughs> the Chargers over the Broncos. Any thoughts? Um,
2: I got nothing. I mean Skip <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. The 49ers yeah, nothing
0: over the Texans. Skip Trey Lance. Yeah. Trey Lance sighting. Yeah, Trey Lance looked pretty good. Nice but to see Steve him out the there. Texans. The Texans. Come on now.
2: I mean, whoa, 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 hold on. I, I, I will not stand for this slander of the. Did I just completely freeze? Am I back? Yeah, you're you're back. Okay. <laughs> I don't We're know what I cool. like. I just, like, froze. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I, would, I would not stand for the slander of Houston, okay? Because they just beat the Chargers last week, and they handled the Chargers. So it's, it's a pretty impressive win for Trey Lance. You know, it's not as if, you know, the, the Texans are a scrappy team. Like, they're, they're not awful. All right. Yeah,
0: but Trey Lance – yeah, I'll just give you his stats. 16 for 23, 249 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. He, he did a pretty he serviceable good.
1: job. Yeah, no, no he looked still, good. And yeah, Garoppolo's, I mean, the clock's ticking with Garoppolo. Um, yeah, but
2: for, for oh, now, he's still the better option. The Trey Lance is still not ready, sure. though. He's still not ready to take over right now. All right.
1: I agree, I agree with you. The Saints
0: over the Panthers, eighteen to ten. Taysom Hill. Da who
2: cares? Da who cares? Taysom I understand he's, I understand you want him to be your franchise quarterback. You know, coming up here soon, but you know, he stinks. Overpaid clown. The Seahawks over the Lions. No, no playoff implications here. Who cares? Yep. Yeah, it'll be Russell Wilson's last hoorah there. The, 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 the that, Packers over the
0: Kirk Cousinless Vikings.
1: Yeah, this was a game for the Packers to sort of flex their muscles a little bit, um, and they certainly did. And they flexed. They, 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 they certainly flexed. Did. This was a tune-up game for them, even though it was. If the, if the Vikings were fully healthy, it would have been a better game for sure. If Kirk Cousins had played, as much as I don't like Kirk Cousins, this it, yeah. it, it would have been a much better game. So
2: I agree. I think my question is is are the Packers gonna play their starters next like they've already secured the number one so they already have a bye week you don't so, have a reason
1: to i don't think
2: but yeah. do you do you really want your starters sitting out two weeks
1: what you could do is is play them for the first half and then then sit them down i you know that's that i think is the best option that way they, they still get some playing time as 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 they're ridiculous. playing the
2: lions this week right
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, so, I mean, golly, jeez. Yeah, they're playing for <laughs> a half, and that's it. Motor City Dams, I guess. A series, bud.
0: Put in, put in the flipping third-string quarterback against the Lions. I uh, mean, Jordan teams. Love
2: is probably going to get a majority of the snaps in that game. If anything, it's going to be like a preseason game where they play, like, the first quarter, and that's it. <laughs> so, Last anyways. but not least, what could be Big
0: Ben's final game? At Heinz Field as the Steelers clap the Browns and Steel
1: defense claps the Browns.
0: uh, Yeah, absolutely. And what what a sight after the (laughs) game with all the (laughs) cameramen all the uh, all the cameramen around Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, it's kinda weird putting up the hard symbol. It it was just a wonderful moment. I'm I'm mad I missed it live,
2: but I'm gonna be honest though. It was
0: crazy. I'm, I'm it was just a surreal atmosphere from what I saw on the replay.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I really didn't care. I didn't care.
0: I, well, I, I didn't.
1: did. I did, but I didn't. I I also didn't like how like.
0: You don't respect he, the game of Roethlisberger. I mean, he, he's. Been I mean, in given the his first, God,
1: l- listen, given his past
2: things that he's done in his past, it's hard for me to get past that stuff. For me, I'm sorry. Like, I just really yeah. didn't care. Mm-hmm. I just really didn't like, and plus I have no vested interest. Really, like I didn't really like Ben Roethlisberger as a player. Also, I mean I'm not denying his like how good he was because he was he's a good he was a good quarterback. I mean the guy won two Super Bowls, went to three, you know, and you know he he's he, like he was clutch, but like
1: just I just don't have any. I keep, just yeah, I keep any the Super Bowl hit. against the Packers. That's right. Yeah, that's
2: right. yeah. Um, So um, like, I, I just had no vested interest in. it. I just really didn't care.
1: I was, you know, it, the announcers. It just seemed like they, they were just so over the top with it. it. It just got to a point by the game. By the time the game was over, I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm done with this." Like, and well, it's you not know like how he had like off. a
2: monster game, like Kobe Bryant did in his last game.
1: He didn't he? Didn't play that? He didn't play that well, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, it was fine. Like, he, he did enough to win, but I mean, their his defense really kind of Went off and so did I was gonna say, and so did Najee Harris. Like, he was fantastic, and like, Mm -hmm. pretty much and he you know, he put the game to bed with that long touchdown run. Um, but yeah, I I thought the whole thing with the cameras, I was like, when is this shit gonna end? Like, (laughs) because they just kept flying around the stadium, flying around the stadium, flying around the stadium. I'm like, all right, it's been like 10 minutes now, And and it got to a point where I'm like, I'm a Ravens fan, why am I watching this? Like, I respect what Big Ben has done on the football field, guy has had a hell of a career. um, he's played through a lot of injuries. He's he's been a super tough quarterback, tough competitor, but at the same time, I'm like, I hope next week, I hope we sack him twenty times, like for real. Um, Give him
2: a proper so, goodbye. Give him a proper Ravens goodbye.
1: That's right. The old the old fashioned Ravens <laughs> goodbye. You know what I mean? So, I you gotta respect what he's done in his career. Uh, like like Carlos said, he's had some off the field stuff, but look, a lot of NFL players have. I mean, we could go down the list of guys who've had. Legal stuff off the field that we still sort of worship, some of us. So it's fine, um, but yeah, I, I, I was kind of sick of it by the end of the game, to be honest. And I thought the camera thing was way too much. I'm like, give him some room, for real. Like he can't even walk. I
2: know tripping it, it, over. It, it was it was so it, it was like it was like Tom Brady when he wins the Super Bowl. Like they were just all over him. I was like, this isn't like what are we doing here?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, so that's that was just kind of my thought on it.
2: Last thing I'll say, Mike Tomlin, man, the fact that again well, he's not going to have a losing season. The yeah, fact he's that this guy—he's he, great. I mean, he will. He always was a legit coach. He's oh, up but for Jesus, man. Come on, like, uh, and he found a way to get to, to to game the system by like having that tie. There's no way, even if they lose to the Ravens, he's not going to have a losing season, even though we have an odd number of games
1: exactly right it's true. so smart
2: it's just true man uh respect to mike tomlin he's, yeah, him and got, aaron rodgers are going to be great next year
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love it um yeah that that's a great point carlos and i'll just finish by saying like mike tomlin for these people who say to fire him they're just foolish i mean look at what he's done for your franchise yeah. he hasn't had a losing season if you brought a coach in there next year a new coach i don't i don't care where they're from they're not going to have as much success as Mike Tomlin has because Mike oh, no. Tomlin's built a culture there. It, it's, it's, it's a culture. 100%. Thing. And he's continued like, the
2: culture is what like, we could like say.
1: Bruce Allen would say that's, that's a damn good culture they have there, but it, but it would be serious in this situation. <laughs> It'd be a shame anyway. if
2: somebody messed it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I'll say. Yeah. All that's right. All I got.
0: That was the hurry up offense. We'll, be right back and wrap things up for you on episode 145 of the Kirby on Sports Podcast right after this. Hey there, this is Mark Francis of Icon Real Estate. If you have any real estate needs in the Winchester surrounding area, including West Virginia, give me a call. I've got extensive experience, been in the business for almost 20 years and would love to help you out. Track me down at Icon Real Estate, IconSells.com, or even give me a call, 540 540- two four seven one five two seven again icon cells i-c-o-n-s-e-l-l-s.com and i would love to chat with you and help you out give me a call it has all come down to this one extra week in the nfl season week number 18 and not a long only on sunday but on saturday two Mm -hmm. games on saturday in the rest of the games on sunday both networks doing double headers and then to cap it off with the chargers and raiders on sunday night football one last time for this regular season boys what are we looking out for
2: just let it i'm looking for it to finally end this season's been too long Just one extra week is too much.
0: No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I I, I will not
2: regret saying that. I will not. I will not. I don't regret anything that I say. I say. I say what I. I say what I mean, and I mean what I say.
0: I bet you you're going to be laying on your couch in the middle of summer saying, "Oh, I wish football was here."
2: Unfortunately, (laughs) not because uh, you know my life doesn't revolve around football. So you know, I got other vested interests that I can definitely watch over the summer. Well,
0: well, well, good. Okay. Because I'll miss football. I'll miss it deep down in my heart. Oh, I know you will. I'm but looking for me... forward to these Saturday games, though. Saturday and Sunday. Skipping me. Couch okay. All weekend, yeah, man. Week 18, all I mean, the playoffs fall the show, into so... line. It's fair. It's incredible. The <laughs> final week of the NFL season, everything falls into place. The oh, playoff implications himself. on the line. That's what makes. The last week of this football season so great.
2: Yeah, the last week does is not great. The last it's always sucked this year. The yeah, last week is never the best.
1: And you know the way the schedules work out, where a lot of the divisional games are piled onto the end, it's always like the best team versus the worst team. But I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. You ready for this? My upset pick of the week. All right, I'm ready. Jacksonville I'm ready do takes down the Colts. Mark it down. <laughs> it's a foolish pick, but it's a pick, damn it. And that's going to get the yeah, no, Ravens I, into I, the playoffs.
2: I can't I can't get behind that pick. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry, Dan. It's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> that's my foolish pick of the week. That's why I said it. Listen, don't hate the game. Avoid can dream. Avoid I mean, can dream, the... I guess.
2: Shit. A boy you can dream. Player but, uh, hate the game. There, I said, I said it backwards. But uh, but uh, what I'm looking forward. I mean, obviously, I'm looking forward to Saturday. Both my teams are playing, so then Sunday I can just sit back, relax, and just not not have to worry about anything. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be great. No, I, might not even, I might not even watch Sunday. I might just go off and do uh, do something else. Smart. All right. All right.
0: How well, about invest? G- gentlemen, gentlemen, I must say this has been a fun ride from week one to week 18. I I couldn't have
1: picked... I can't believe we've done 18 weeks of this. It's <laughs> crazy.
0: It- it- it's been a lot of fun. It's been a great ride with both of you. Going into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl, it's- it-, it was a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the rest of this new year brings
1: totally with man, you man just it's, remember
2: it's, been, got, it's been a fun season we got, we got live shows live coming we got live podcasts coming so just we've got YouTube. to give the people what, what they,
1: want. they want we've got to give the people you know, what they want join us Absolutely. live
2: and then of course even if you can't join us live we're going to put up the audio on all and you can re-watch the show also on youtube we're going to post it on there too and then of course wherever you listen to us on podcasts we're going to put the audio up on there too so uh yeah just uh it's going to be a good time over, over the playoffs agree.
1: Carlos said it well. That's a good conclusion.
0: This has been another edition of the Kirby on Sports podcast. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Trumbull Insurance. Contact Patrick for all your insurance needs. Regroup Building Services, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, and Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate. Check out anything and everything, the Kirby on Sports podcast at kirbyonsports.com along with all social media platforms. We're killing it. I'm excited to see what 2022 brings us. So until then, until the next time you see us, you hear us. Always remember to create greatness. We say so long.